What's up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450, Code Name the W. I am your host, Daniel Artes. I got my co-host with me, my ace boom from the other room, Kevin Lewis, aka K-Dot. And today we have a special, special guest. And all I know is that since I've heard her on Athletes Unlimited, I just love how she, you know, she explains the game to us and like the stories that she be telling, just, you know, keeping us engaged. And me and Kate have been doing this podcast, you know, since AU started, I think we did like, this is like our fourth one. But I think every show so far, we shouted her out. Um, one of the greats when it comes to color commentary, you know, um, ladies and gentlemen, without no further ado, we have the great Cindy Brunson. Uh, thanks so much. I feel like I need to let everybody know the check has cleared. Everything has been paid for. Thank you for that introduction. I'm just having fun, you guys. Look, Athletes Unlimited called me and said, hey, do you want to talk about pro women's basketball and sit next to the legend Cheryl Swoops? I couldn't say yes fast enough. That's just the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. I, I mean, that, that is Cheryl Swoops. So, you know, of course, like, I've known her since, uh, well, not I've known her, but I've, you know, watched her since I was a kid. And mm -hmm. I had her shoes and everything, uh, you know, when, you know, she was basically like the first woman with a, you know, signature shoe. And so yeah. it was, it was amazing, you know, and um, to, to, and, and, and you too as well, you know, I've, I followed your career for a very, very long time, you know, and to, to be on this, you know, in this space with you right now is just, it's just so amazing. Uh, I know I'm talking too much. Kate, man, what, what you got to say? <laughs> Listen, um, it is a very special episode, a very special night that we have um, the illustrious Cindy Brunson with us. And it's truly an honor to have you on the show with us. You have been so amazing um, doing your color commentary um, and broadcasting for AU pro sports basketball. Um, it's been nothing more than amazing. Um, myself and DA, of course, we've been um, knee deep into analysis, um, even after the games, you know, talking about them. And you and, and the legendary Cheryl Swoops are a tandem. And me personally, as a fan, um, I always, you know, give credit where credit is due, and you guys have been simply amazing. Um, AU Pro um, Sports Hoops, I mean, hands down, in my personal opinion, has been, you know, one of the best professional leagues, um, and even in its inaugural season, mm. you can't get any better than this. It's just incredible, so we really appreciate you um, coming on and, you know, talking about uh, AU Pro Hoops and, you know, it's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, before we even hit record, uh, my, my face got stuck. Uh, <laughs> Cindy, <laughs> Cindy said, oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that smile. <laughs> but Too it's truly amazing. Funny. No, I love the bass in your voice. I can see why you guys talk for a living. Everybody's got a great set of pipes. I, I cannot thank you guys enough. K.DA, thanks for having me. Um, I am so enthusiastic about Athletes Unlimited Pro Women's Basketball. This is a fantastic league. We've got 44 players. And if anything, 
This says, hello, WNBA, get it together yesterday. The website is better. You know, all the buzz around the league, ain't nobody talking about this is less than. We don't have this. This is wretched. None of that is happening. Everything is first class, top shelf, chef's kiss, the way it should be with every one of our professional women's sports leagues in the United States. So huge shout out to everybody at Athletes Unlimited on the organization side that made that a priority. We will be elite, period. And they have met that mantra. And you see it on the players' faces. You have grizzled veterans who have won championships like Tosh Cloud saying, this is the most fun I've had hooping in a while. It's sad that she's saying that because her elite career in the WNBA should dominate. But this is the most fun because the players are running the show and they are a priority and it shows. And, and that's funny. You just answered that question, too, because I was going to ask you, hey, what was your thoughts <laughs> on AU Hoop so far? So I guess I guess from an on-courts per perspective, like what are your sure. thoughts from, from Athletes um, Unlimited so far? Uh, the action is amazing. And it also speaks to, yes, WNBA, you need to expand. We clearly have enough personnel for at least two more teams, if not four. Mm. So forget the dozen. Let's up at the 14 you know, let's, let's do that ASAP. Uh, second, I love the opportunity for people who may not be at the WNBA level to play professionally in the United States for a lot of them for the first time in their career. That is super special. You know, a player like Tosh Cole, who has taken this league by storm in week one, uh, personal circumstances, personal tragedies, honestly, have kept her away from the game that she loves and unable to play in Europe and on WNBA draft board radars. And here's this golden opportunity for her and she is seizing the day and I just love it. Yeah, uh, she's been amazing so far. And we we talked about her at length in our previous episode. Like we really, you know, love how she has stepped in and taken this opportunity to, you know, showcase her skills to get, you know, to get to this next level. And I think that she is, mm -hmm. and, I, and I've been telling, you know, I tell my friends all the time, Sid, um, Cindy, all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm a former professional basketball player myself. I played 13 years overseas. And mm -hmm. I always say, you know, basically is when the luck, your worth ethic and opportunity and, and skills stars of the line all that link up and that's what Taj Taj Cole is taking um advantage of right now when you when you see it you see it in her play and it's funny because we also pointed out that she shot like nine for 28 two for 14 <laughs> but it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't even about that though it was just the no. fact that she was doing the other stuff that didn't show up on the stat sheet you know and even mm -hmm. the stuff that showed up on this on the stat sheet you know her passing and everything you know just mm -hmm. her, her yeah stuff. she's second in assists going into week two and she's perfect at the free throw line. She yeah. hasn't missed a shot. Um, and I think some of those shots, maybe she wouldn't take them if given an opportunity again, you know, but in the flow, she was feeling it. Some were a couple of heat check threes, that kind of thing where she was just vibing. And that's totally fine because that's what this league is about. Yeah. If it, you know, feels good, go. So um, I think her 
numbers have an opportunity to go up. I was a little concerned with the three-point shooting numbers, but I think that'll go up just because she's such a good free thrower. And DA, as a pro yourself, you know, all those metrics come from the free throw line. If you can shoot the free throw well, you can shoot the three. So I'm not worried about Taj. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And another one that, that stood out to us as well is uh, the comeback, comeback season of uh, Kalani Brown. You know, we, we see mm, mm, mm. <laughs> big girls got to eat and I love she it. Is, she's cooking, she's cooking it up right now. Yeah, no. She's leading the league in field goal percentage at almost 73%. Yes. I mean, you guys saw the other day, 24 Absolutely. in the first half. Yeah. She has the highest scoring point total in a game at 32 points. Yeah. Uh, when she wants to dominate, she can. It's all at her feet. And I just... I applaud her fitness. Uh, Cheryl had an opportunity to talk to her one-on-one -on -one about that, how that has just really become a priority because she's not winded. When they need her to play minutes upon minutes, she's answering the bell. I mean, right now she's averaging 24, 25 minutes a game. And before that was a big ask in her W career and it's not anymore. So that's a really great sign. Yeah, she she has, she has really been, um, refreshing you know what i mean it's really it's really awesome to see a player that you know went through whatever she went through um mm -hmm. know the backstory but you know to 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 come back and show that hey there's there's still tread on these tires and everything and i, and I still want to give it a go and she's out there proving it and um i know that i think in the second half the defense um you know kind of winded her out or whatever a little bit yeah but well when you're getting triple teamed all the time yeah right. <laughs> but i think that i think that for kalani these next five weeks are crucial to her basketball career. She's not going to get any other, you know, conditioning like this playing just pick mm -hmm. up ball. She's playing with the best players in the world right now, and she's showing opportunity. So as the days get, as days go on, and she's getting in better condition and better condition, you know, teams better be lining up at her door because you know, like you. It's a premium for bigs in this league, even though, you know, they try to switch out to the... You yeah, know, you don't grow six, seven every day. That just right. doesn't happen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Six, seven with the with the footwork. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh yes. Like, yes. Oh. And a soft touch around the basket. I mean, Absolutely. that's what you want in a big. Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, K-Dot, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, and I just wanted to add this. Um, and Cindy actually mentioned this in Saturday's broadcast. Um, Kalani Brown, even though she's shooting at an amazing 73%, at one point she was shooting 81%. Yes. So that's the most um, impressive thing for me watching Kalani Brown. And I, I do believe that um, with her, her prowess down low, um, and we're going to get into this in, in a little bit more detail, the presence of mind for Natasha Cloud to say, listen, we got to get Kalani on our squad this week. Tosh is not stupid. <laughs> simply amazing. After watching, after watching Brown in a first half, scoring 24 points, guys, she only missed one shot. Right. She only missed one shot. She was amazingly dominant. And for somebody who just loves to pass the basketball, and this is a treat for me. I have been a huge Cloud fan for a long time, but I don't get to see Tosh play in person very often. And this first week was a gift from the basketball gods. I saw Tosh with a career-high 13 assists in game two, only to be topped by a pro career-high 15 assists the next game. It just... 
her ability to see the floor and pass beautifully. And I know you guys remember that one where she was coming up the floor, running the break and went yep. behind the back, left it for Dijanae Carrington for three. Oh my goodness gracious. And um, speaking, speaking of Dijanae too, I, I think that last week that she showed her her leadership side, I, I oh, want yes. to ask you this. Um, how much does having a young player like Dijanae as a team captain with her vets trusting her to make those right choices, you know, it helps her growth as a young player, as a leader, as, you know, she continues her career. Cause I thought that she really shined in that role last week. It was fantastic. She said it was really hard because it was, you know, a muscle she hasn't worked before. She's seen great ones flex, you know, having played for Tara Vanderveer, but she's never had to do that herself. And I think that's what's so unique about athletes unlimited too, is it ask the player, sure. You've got the star power. You earned the point so you get to be a captain but with that you have to manage the macro and not just the micro yourself like you're used to controlling so I think that's really interesting and then you have to get along with your facilitator there was a point last week when Shelly Patterson wanted to call a timeout and Dijanae is like no 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 we're good I, I got this we don't need a timeout yet so it'll be you know it's like It'll, it'll be interesting to see the way it goes the rest of the way if somebody that young like Carrington can get the captaincy again because now it's going to be all based on points. Yeah. And if you have the points, you're going to be the captain. Yeah, I, I agree. It, isn't it crazy, though? Because, like, <laughs> we thought that Dijanesha at least got one MVP of the game. At least whether oh my gosh. two or three. You you, me, Cheryl, and everybody in the building and everybody at home. Yeah, the fact that she didn't get a single one was really remarkable, especially when she scored 13 of her 30 points in that second overtime yeah. to keep the unbeaten streak alive. I thought for sure she would get it then. But yeah. what I have realized going back over my notes and prepping here for week two is that the voting by the players is intentional to be inclusive. You know, you have MVP players that you may not think were that impactful getting nods because of big shots. And I think that's really important. Shout out it's to just, Rebecca Harris. <laughs> yes, 100%. Back-to-back -back threes, you know, just like, and all of a sudden, now she's on my radar. Like, okay, all right, boo-boo, I see you. I know what you're doing. And I'm going to pay acute attention from beyond the art because she was doing all of the little things well. She was doing the screening. She was back cutting the whole deal and running the offensive set. So now, in addition to the usual sus suspects like Odyssey Sims and Taj Cole and Dijanae Carrington and Natasha Cloud and Lexi Brown from three, Harris is right there too for me. Mm, and that's funny because I think Harris was drafted like what third to last. I know, I know. Right. But she's she, got her, her and Mimi Jackson. I would like to have a little three-point shooting contest, honestly, because <laughs> they have just been fantastic. Yeah, that would definitely be dope. I think Rebecca Harris had the biggest jump in draft pick, um, you know, coming into the second week. So yeah, that, that's yeah, very that's true. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, so like, for sure. So get back to you for a second. Like what, what, what made you, um, what decided to make you come over to, to be a broadcaster for athletes on unlimited? Well, 
it was just opportunity uh, to continue to grow with professional women's basketball. I've been beaten on the doors of WNBA clubs for a while uh, in the Aces because, you know, obviously Vegas is close to Phoenix and right here in my backyard with the Mercury. And I've filled in a couple of times with the Mercury, but I just keep sitting and thinking, I should be the guy. <laughs> I want to be the guy and I want to keep putting that out there. And so this was a perfect opportunity to show all of the WNBA clubs. And no, I would never take the dream or the mystics because I love those broadcast teams, but everybody else, hello, I'm here mm. and I can get on an airplane and I can, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. I look, I'm not going to take anything from Megan McPeak. I love her. She's a friend and Angel Gray just got that dream job. I'm not going to take that from her, but is there anybody else that looks like them in a play-by-play -play role in the WNBA? And it's funny you say that because you are right now the first, you know, woman of color to be in a mm -hmm. primary role in a sports league. Like, like, how does that feel like, you know, inside, like with your pride and everything, like, how does that make you feel to be in, you know, the first? It's incredibly humbling. Um, and funny because I, I looked at the opportunity and I just couldn't pass it up because it's such elite basketball and working with Cheryl Swoops, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, but then after we finished the games Wednesday, I went up to my boss, Sherry Kemp, and I said, we just made history. No other league in the United States has ever had a person of color as their primary play-by-play -play voice. And she, it took her breath away because she didn't even realize because she was like, I know your passion. As soon as I heard your tape, everybody recommended you. I wanted you. And she didn't even think beyond that. And, and I think because of the year of our Lord 2020, now we all have to kind of put on those glasses and make sure that we're seeing the entire picture. And uh, so it was, it was really cool to have that acknowledged and, um, you know, cause I'm not, I told uh, the folks that hired me at Athletes Unlimited, I don't take jobs anymore just for me. I take jobs for every little black and brown girl out there wanting to do what I do. As I drive down the road, the rest of my career, those young people are in the backseat with me. And if it doesn't work for them, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, that's that's dope. Uh, we we really appreciate that right there, man. That that's awesome, and <laughs> that's that's really cool, man. Like I'm really, you got me really speechless, and I normally talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, when we're when we're talking about a bar, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That oh my goodness, that's a bar. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate this, man. We really do. Um, so like speaking of Cheryl Swoops, like how cool, like mm -hmm. is it working with her? Like you know, we got a legend. And you always pointed it out, you know, Hall of Famer, legend, this, that, you yeah. know, a bucket. Yeah. You know, listen, we the accolades. I mean, you could spend an entire two hours just listing all of her accomplishments. I'm not going to lie. What's really crazy, guys, is I've always been a fan. I've seen her from afar at different events, but I had never met her until a few hours before our very first game together. Wow. So, yeah, I know, right? We met at shoot around. We were looking at players move on the floor. And, um, and I had one of my, I've had two of these instances now in my career. When I first started at ESPN, I introduced myself to Robin Roberts and I introduced myself as Robin Roberts because I was so nervous. 
to meet her. Um, and I did the same thing with Cheryl Swoop. So it doesn't matter how old you are, you can be a dork and, you know, that whole deal. But she yeah. was great. And um, for whatever reason, I think things are just meant to be. And we were meant to be paired together because I think our on-air chemistry really came together very quickly, uh, much faster than it has with any other partner in my entire play-by-play -play career, which is now approaching 10 years. Um, so I'm very fortunate. And she just, at the end of the day, loves hoop. I mean, she just loves to talk about what's in front of her. And that, at the end of the day, is what an analyst is supposed to do. Yeah. So the fact that we can just chop it up is so much fun. And I really do appreciate you guys shouting us out and the complimentary words you've shared. It means a lot because that was my goal. I want it, I want it to feel warm and inviting. And just like we're on the couch watching with you and we would be reacting the way you are watching at home. Yeah. And like, like what, what stood out about everything is like the, the storytelling that, you know, y'all bring it's, it's been, mm. When you say that the WNBA got to get it together, like, because the storytelling is a part of it, you know, and, mm -hmm. and we don't hear them stories we don't know. And then it's really kind of hard to really, you know, for fans to watch it and stuff, you know, now yeah. when you when we talk about Tosh Cole, you know, and it's, it's, it's a shame, you know, it, it's a tragedy, but now when I'm watching her, I'm watching her. I want to see her, you know, defy the odds and get there mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what she went through. And now she's turning that, you know, that energy into motivation and, and getting there. So like, but when I, the way you just do it, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a movie, like a real movie. Like I'm just living it and I could just picture myself there. It's like when you read a book and you read the good book for so long that you just like, now it's a story, it's a picture in your mind and everything. The way y'all, the way right. I do it, it's just, it's just been so impeccable and, and it's just been so elite. And it's like a masterclass for me. I think I shouted you out on Twitter about that. Um, Aww. how y'all um are amazing and the way you just said y'all met at shoot around a couple of hours before the games mm -hmm. we gush me and this man right here <laughs> we gush about the chemistry that y'all two have it's crazy it's crazy mm. how you know y'all just you know mesh like that and it goes to say that both y'all love the game of basketball and you put two people that love the game of basketball um Everything works well. Like for instance, me and K Dot, we never met each other in person, but we have really we have amazing chemistry. Yeah, we never met each we never met in person. Wow, see you never know. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like that. And then now here we are, you know. With, with Ooh, you spilling uh, all the tea. I love it. Yeah, there we are. You know, and um, I think that what we like one of the only podcasters, you know, do, consistently covering this AU thing, and we we love it. Yeah, we love watching it, and we love you know having fun and stuff like that. But um, let's get to the, to the draft. You know, we just had the draft on Sunday yes. and what, what's your, your thoughts on this week's teams? I think the blue team, uh, team Harrison is going to score a lot of points. <laughs> I think anybody who can't defend inside against Isabel Harrison and outside against Odyssey Sims and then mid-range against Jantel Lavender is in for a very long evening. Mm. Um, I, and I, that's another thing I want to point out too about this league. It's not just an all-star game. I mean, we 
the teams have scored a lot of points, obviously, but there is some tenacious defense being played as well. These buckets are earned. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have free agent Essence Carson out there up in everybody's hip pocket. Like she just left Rutgers for Pete's sake. So uh, the defense is phenomenal. So when I look at this week's setup, you know, I go right to who are the biggest bucket getters. Odyssey Sims is leading all scorers, averaging 23 points a game. Isabel Harrison is number two at 20 points a game. So those two on the same team get my immediate attention. But what about, because me and KDOT, we talked about, it was funny because before it even happened, because we did a show before the draft and everything happened, I was just like, oh my God, look, what about, <laughs> about Tosh Cloud and, and um, Kalani Brown? What if that happens? And it happened. Right, right. That, that, it happened. That, that, yeah. That pick yeah. will be, will be um, insane. 100%. The only thing about that, now Tosh has been playing darn near almost the whole game. It's about 37 minutes a game average. Um, and then you go back to Brown, who hasn't, she's playing half the game, basically. So are you going to have that beautiful pick and roll for as many minutes as you need to outscore the other elite tandems? That's the only thing you got to keep in your back pocket. That's that's a great point right there. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point. I want to I want to kind of add to that because, um, and, and Cindy, you met, you mentioned this. I, I like the idea that you brought in kind of like the minutes factor. Of course, with Tosh, um, you know, playing as many minutes as she is, and Kalani, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's her minutes aren't as much, but. I thought the dynamic there would be Tosh making it a little easier for Kalani Brown this time around, knowing Mm -hmm. that Tosh has um, more of a playmaking facilitator type role to her. It's almost like she scores when she needs to, but at the same time, she makes sure that her, her team is eating just as much as she can if she can get to the bucket early, she looks at different cross matches and she takes advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Like last week, um, especially against team Russell, she was able to use her size versus um, Taj Cole in certain right. uh, scenarios between cross matches. But looking at what, what Ooh, and don't did, forget, don't forget Kate dot the release valve, the pressure yes. release valve in Dijon Carrington. Ex- and that's exactly where I was getting at. That's exactly yeah. where I was getting at. For her to pick Dijanae again, knowing that those two have that chemistry and both can handle the ball um, at mm-hmm. will, it is going to be very interesting to see, especially with Tosh getting all of those, you know, getting all of those minutes. Mm-hmm. I just want to see how, how that's going to work. And I think that it will work because, again, I think it kind of relieves a little um, less pressure on Kalani. All she has to do is get to her spot. Yeah, you know, so I, I think that 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 would be a um, interesting dynamic. But I did say on Twitter that that blue team was looking real scary. <laughs> I, I did spicy. say that it is spicy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and for me, you know, Danielle McRae has had a great first week of play, and I can't wait to see if she can continue that and you oh, know arc up because one? I feel like she's just scratching the surface. 
Not Danny, Danielle. Okay, I know this too. I saw it too. I was like, all right, all right. There's a McCray, there's McCray. Yeah. Come on, this is just jumping yeah, from yeah. And I was like, okay, there's, there's two. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, and again, I love Lavender's game. She has completely reinvented herself since she Absolutely. left Ohio State. I mean, she's the only person, male or female, to be a four-time Big Ten player of the year. And she did it as a pick and roll player. Yes. She just ran the pick and roll. And then all of a sudden she graduates, she gets drafted. She plays international ball. And every year she has moved two more feet away from the basket. And it is unbelievable. And her fitness, she doesn't look anything like she did five years ago. It's crazy. Um, and she was one of the few people, her and Lexi Brown that Cheryl and I noticed never bent over never touched their knees the entire week and fellas let me tell you that friday saturday back to back yeah that's brutal that's where you find out who paid attention to the training schedule who's really watching what they eat because we saw the scoring go down on saturday and we saw the scoring percentages go down so um it's going to be and i know some of that was impacted by the fact that we had a double overtime game but that back-to-back, -back, you know, you got fresh legs on Wednesday, great games. You get a day off Thursday to recharge. Friday, sat, you know, Friday is solid. But for Team Carrington to go undefeated in week one was so impressive because they had those tired legs, but they still gutted it out on Saturday. Mm. Hey, Kata, I got to ask you a question because Cindy's making so many points. Remember when we did our last show and I was like, oh, maybe Natasha might go undefeated this one. Uh, you think that you want to uh, take that back? We should take that back. <laughs> I mean, after after that incredible analysis by Cindy, I mean, I I was I was like, listen, Tosh has done such a great job, um, you know, in the first week, and I know it's just the first week, mm. so you know, a lot of things are going to be said um, based off of right. what we see. Um, but when mm -hmm. you look at kind of like those, uh, those intangibles, those behind the scenes things. So mm -hmm. I didn't realize how many minutes Natasha Cloud was playing and 37 yeah. minutes is a lot. Yeah. So that also takes, you know, into effect, you know, with your body um, mm -hmm. and. All right, I'm gonna just say it. She, <laughs> she could still possibly go undefeated. That's. That's, that's okay, my well, wait a minute. Let, before, before you make that pick, let me remind you that in week two, for Team Blue, let me make sure I have this correct. Yes, I do. Uh, Courtney Williams will oh, join yes. Odyssey Sims mm. and Isabel Harrison. So that's more buckets. Oh, my God. K, K Dot, I will let you ruminate with that. Let that simmer. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't get to see her last week. She was unavailable. She right. was selected by the uh, blue team that is Team Harrison. And we know what Courtney Williams is. I forgot. There's there's two sides of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> That's funny. So um, we're gonna put you on the spot real quick. Uh, I gotta ask you this question. If, if sure. Let's say we got we got we got Team Brunson. <laughs> Who who's your number one pick if you're a captain? If I'm a captain, yep. 
uh, I would pick Taj Cloud because she's a winner. Mm. She she just has that. I will do whatever is needed. If you need me to rebound, I will rebound. If you need me to score, I will score. If you need me to drop a dime, I can do that all day long. Um, and she defends as if her ability to breathe depends on it. So that, and what she brings to the floor is infectious. It really seems to impact her teammates around her. And for that, I think, well, there's a reason why she's team gold. She's worth her weight in gold. Uh, but mm. yeah, I would go, I'd go Tosh. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to ask you a, a, some more questions about some players that stood out to me. This is, sure. I'm, I'm new to covering women's basketball. I'm new, even though I, I've been around it for a while. I was around yeah. the fever when they won the title, practice player and everything like that. Yeah. But covering, like I was watching, you know, Mercedes Russell, like she stood out to me from, her season with Seattle. Yeah. And right She's now, good. Yeah. I, I didn't know that she had all of that, you know, just bringing the ball. Up. Yeah. No, the best yeah. thing that happened to yeah. Mercedes Russell was Natasha Howard leaving Seattle and going mm. to, I think, New York um, because it really opened up minutes for Mercedes. And she's showing us here at Athletes Unlimited that she's just scratching the surface of how good she can be. And I was really impressed with not only her play on the floor, but in that leadership role. And now she's the only person to be captain two times. Yep. So um, she handled it well. And I think the sky's the limit for her. I, I think she is going to walk away from this experience a much better player in the WNBA. I, I, I likened it to like when you know, the dudes play for Team USA and they just come back and have these amazing years. I think a lot of these yeah. this year that's going to happen, they're going to have some elite years just by playing in this league right here and everything. Yeah. So, like, who's... And it wouldn't surprise me if Athletes Unlimited Women's Basketball comes back next year and there are six teams. Mm. I can see now WNBA players that didn't sign up going, oh, this is legit. <laughs> oh, trust five me, you in, see it on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, you yeah. Five it. weeks in Vegas, where do I sign up? Which will only elevate the play. And again, an opportunity to train for training camp that opens shortly after the Athletes Unlimited season ends. Um, but I think it will still be what it is now, though, an opportunity for those who don't want to go overseas and maybe play professional basketball for the first time mixed together with legit WNBA stars. Everybody is getting better all at once. And it's really cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So who, who's your prediction to take home the top, the top spot in points this week? Ooh. Yeah, we came, we came with the, we came with the questions. Yeah. We came with yeah. Tops, top points position. Cause you got to win games and you got to win quarters. Mm -hmm. And that's how Natasha cloud pulled away. Cause not only was she, you know, double digit assists, a couple of games, she was averaging 18 and a half points a game. So it's gotta be somebody who scores and who will win and who is second in a sit. You know what? I'm going to go Odyssey Sims. 
she's 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 in position fellas because she's got she's on a team that'll score and they'll score and win those quarters and has an opportunity to win games i'm gonna say sims um what what you think about the the point system versus like how the analytic the analytics in basketball is i love the point system i love how you can get rewarded for doing the right thing and, <clears throat> and get it taken away for doing the wrong thing i really love it and it really shows and you, you can see you know natasha was really out there like controlling mm-hmm. the game you saw it because yeah. nobody yep. really just makes that many assists with that low of turnovers yeah very conscious oh, very yeah. conscious about it yeah she only had what four turnovers total going into right. Saturday, holy moly. Um, I'm glad that you like the analytics. They are based on five years of study of women's professional basketball all over the world. And that's how the point totals were determined. Like everybody is into analytics now. And, you know, a team like the Golden State Warriors built by it. So are the Phoenix Suns. Everybody looks at the metrics. And it's no surprise that who's the best team in the West? Oh, the Warriors and the Suns, you know, or vice versa. Um, So it was very intentional to look at what helps basketball and is done well by a player and what is a negative to take away, a turnover, a missed free throw, um, those kind of things. So I'm glad you like the analytics because it is totally based on five years of research of what works on the basketball floor and what doesn't and rewards and penalizes the players accordingly. Yeah, I think it was awesome to see this. And I was I was like, that what, what drew me in that and the redrafting every week. It Yes, because it's fresh. Yes. You get to see, uh, do, do I want, you know, I'll just say Cheryl, do I want swoops on my team? Um, she didn't have that great of week last week, but I know in the right position, she might shine. So I think it'll be interesting. And what else I found fascinating guys talking to the players and some of the facilitators is a lot of these drafts, you think they're based on points, but because these women have to spend a week together and get along and like one another, a lot of it's based on character. Like, do I want to hang out with you? Do I think that you are made of the right stuff to put together wins when I ask you to pull back or when I sit you down for a minute or when I ask you to go extra? Can you do that? Do you have that intestinal fortitude? And I think that's really compelling. And that will continue to be a developing storyline as we continue for the rest of the four weeks. That's a good point with the chemistry because there's going to be times where players that normally would score a lot on a team is going to run up and down for seven straight possessions and won't even touch the ball. So you're going, right. to, you're going to have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool right there. Yeah. But I, I love, I love what this league is doing so far, you know, even from like the presentation standpoint, like that opening ceremony, like it just blew up my. <gasps> Wasn't that yes. stunning? Oh my God. Incredible. Yeah. I was like, could somebody have warned me? I'm supposed to talk after this, not cry. Jeez. Oh, it was so powerful. Yeah, it's just, it's just been, it's just been amazing. Like the players, like my, my thing is like, and I said it even before this league started, like the first game, I was like, I was just looking for like, who's going to shine as not in the yeah. And now we got the Taj Coles. We got um, yeah. Lauren Manis as well. Oh my gosh. Can I fangirl for a second? Oh, uh, invited to the Aces camp. 
in 21, I interviewed her actually, because mm-hmm. she was at a Holy Cross um, Patriot League. Oh, yes. I think I only saw her play once or maybe twice in college. Um, and she was just because, you know, she's six, three, she was just back to the basket, just a traditional post. So I didn't know she had a mid range or three point game. Hello. And I have been so impressed with her absolute tenacity. She doesn't want to get beat on either end of the floor. She hustles after every loose ball. She stuffs the stat sheet, does all the dirty work. I just really have been impressed. And I can tell you for a fact, WNBA scouts have been impressed too. We've had WNBA personnel at every game so far this season. And I think that will continue. See, we called her uh, Mrs. Intangible. And it's funny because- Ooh, yeah, that's good. Every time y'all was saying stuff in like, Lauren Manis, Lauren Manis, this, she gets a hand on the ball. She's just deflecting. She's mm-hmm. just doing, she's doing everything. And that's what these teams is going to need. You know, like yes. these pro teams are, they're not really, if you, if you become a scoring star, perfect. All right, cool. But they want that person to come off to, to be that team player, to be that, 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 that link that keeps the chain together. Yeah. Yeah. The glue guy for sure. For sure. Yeah. I think, and I think Manis is just scratching the surface because she needed to you know iron sharpens iron she needed to do it against elite competition to prove that she could do it right yeah definitely definitely right and I, i'm just excited so got two more questions to ask you real quick uh, we're going to talk about sure. WBA. you know there's been tons of free agency talk in the w there's, tell us yes. how you feel about the news you've heard so far and what team you think will get the cindy brunson a plus grade when it's all said and done <laughs> Well, since I'm from the Seattle area, I'm hoping it's the storm that gets the grade. I'm nervous about this Brianna Stewart news, you know, the rumors, if you will, about her maybe leaving Seattle, uh, because whatever team, if she doesn't stay with Seattle, Seattle has a gigantic hole to fill. And goodness only knows what would happen to Jewel Lloyd at that juncture, even though she's scored. Um, but wherever Brianna Stewart goes, then that becomes the favorite team. I have yet to see a player dominate like Brianna Stewart can when she's on just get out the way. Just, she is such a phenomenal basketball player. So, um, I know, but you guys already have everything in New York. Come on, give me a break. (laughs) So Cindy, take it. (laughs) So, so to kind of relieve some of that and anxiety, uh, Chris yeah. Haynes of Yahoo Sports reported that uh, Brianna Stewart will be coming back to Seattle. Um, it's reportedly on a one-year deal. So, okay. um, so, so far, so far, okay. um, Brianna Stewart will be coming back. <laughs> Ooh, let me just put out in the universe, thank you, Sue Bird, who must have <laughs> attached an anvil to her ankle. <laughs> like, I'm not going to play in my 40s and not have you to pass the ball to. That's what that was, fellas. I absolutely love that. Thank you for the late breaking news. Um, and, and on yeah, top of and- that, um, I'm sorry, just to um, also credit Christina Williams of Girl T- Girls Talk Sports TV. Um, oh, right she- on. She reported that uh, I believe prior to the uh, actual the actual announcement by Chris Haynes by Chris Haynes. Oh wow! So I just nice. want to make sure the credit goes, you know, where it's due. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the great things about Athletes Unlimited was 
making sure that uh, the influencers like Christina, like Tarika Foster Brasby, you know, like Irie Chambers, that all of those folks who are passionate and have such great followings and are just locked in, that was a priority. You know, they've given out game balls. They've been on site. They have taken it all in firsthand. And I think that is another, you know, check in the wing column for how Athletes Unlimited comports itself, especially compared to the WNBA. Uh, Just from the website alone, fellas, I can navigate AUsports.com easily. There's no issues. There's no glitches. The information is correct and updates. The WNBA is a dumpster fire of a website, just completely ineffective. Yeah. Whoever is in charge should be not in charge. Just I don't know. That. I don't know if you can see this. I don't know if you can see this. Probably. Oh, very, yeah, yes, very yes, yes. Blurry, but uh, no, no, I got, no, I got, I got it. App. That's the leader. Yeah, on the app. Yep. Isn't that fantastic? Yep. Does the WNBA's app look like that? No. Oh, it's so tragic. It is so tragic. <laughs> <sighs> it is. But um, I digress. Um, yes. Yeah, so I know. Here's what I want to see, guys. I want Becky Hammond to say, Liz Cambage, you're a nice player, but I don't want you on my team. Bye-bye. The Aces do not need Liz Cambage. And Liz Cambage, I think, gets in the way of Asia. And Asia doesn't need a counterpart. She just needs to eat. My personal opinion. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My personal opinion. (laughs) I mean, you have a team with seven players averaging double figures. Seven players. And you get eliminated by, you know, Diana Taurasi on one leg. Come on. That's not, that, no, unacceptable. So that's culture. And I think Liz Cambage is a big part of that. And I just, I don't see Becky Hammond keeping a player who was asked to leave her national team on her roster. Yeah, yeah. I think, I but, think Becky's going to um, do a lot of shaking up this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. She she got a great team. And now yeah. yes, yes. Look, I think Kelsey Plum needs to be a starting point guard. Mm. If it's not in Las Vegas, it better be somewhere. The way she has changed her game since she left the University of Washington is beyond impressive. Well, she has reinvented herself. Yeah, reinvented herself physically. Uh, got on the Sue Bird nutrition plan, whatever that is. I need a freaking memo on that because I could use to drop a few pounds. But um, her fitness is incredible. Her passing is elite. It was always good coming out of college. And she's a bucket. She is the all-time leading scorer in NCAA history. And now she knows how to facilitate for herself and others. That three-on-three basketball experience and learning from the master, Carol Lawson. I need Absolutely. to see Kelsey Plum as a starting point guard in the league. If it's not with the Aces, then it needs to be somewhere because she is she has earned that right. Much like Skylar Diggins reinventing herself all those years ago when she came out of Notre Dame with so much hype and then kind of it wasn't a great rookie season. And then year two, she took the league by storm and hasn't looked back. Mm-hmm. That same kind of vibe. And it's taken Skylar a long time to get that undoubted starting point guard role. And I don't want it to take that long for Kelsey. She's earned it. I want to see it happen. 
Good point. Good point. Um, final question. And we, yes. we both know that you're uh, Pac-12 all the way. You know, you work. Yeah. With, you know, you work with ESPN and, and the network. Um, we love it. It's been stellar. And from your from your opinion, from your viewpoint, you know, seeing Arizona make it to the national championship game, you know, was definitely yeah. amazing. Uh, Ari McDonald, not Ari, everybody, Ari McDonald. Mm-hmm. Who I begged to play Athletes Unlimited, by the way. Begged her. Oh. Should be all young players. Should be should have been playing yes. here. I want to see Dee yes. in here. Yeah, I did. I yes. definitely want to see Dee oh. for sure. Yeah, she, hopefully Dee comes next year. Yes. Tiana could really this. use the burn. Yes. Yeah, yep. 100%. So, so um, what was on the run of Arizona May last year? I thought it was... I knew once they got in that no one would be able to stop Aerie. Look, guys, everybody had the scout on her for three years in the Pac-12, and she still led the league in scoring and steals mm. every single season. Every single season. So these are elite teams in our conference. Uh, we have sent more teams to uh, the NCAA tournament since 2013 than any other conference. So it's, and more teams to the final four than any other conference since 13. So I knew if this, if this conference could not slow her down, that teams that had never seen her speed in person would have no shot. And that's exactly what Arizona did. They just tore through the tournament because nobody could stop what I call, and I stole this from Gino Ariema, Allen Iverson. She's Allen Iverson 2.0. She is put on this earth to score the basketball, shake and bake, break your ankles, blow by you, and create for other players. And she will be, what, what makes her special is her defense. She will score and then keep your elite scorer from sniffing anything. And that's what set her apart. And that's why she exploded and succeeded on the NCAA tournament scene because nobody in the country played like her and nobody had to defend her. And that is, uh, and I just love it. Anna Dia Barnes is amazing. I mean, I've seen, I was in that gym when there was maybe 700 fans and she has just become the Pied Piper of attendance. Uh, I was there for the NIT, uh, WNIT championship that they won when they broke the Pac-12 record with more than 14,000 fans in stands. Um, they believe that fan base is hungry. They have bought in hook, line, and sinker. And it's been Adia Barnes and Ari McDonald. They just retired Ari um, into their ring of honor at McHale Center. It was a really great ceremony. That's when I was begging her to play AU hoops. I'm like, come on, kid, get out of Atlanta, come west. Um, but she wanted to work on it, you know, do some training and specifically work on a three point shot. And I was like, okay, I get that, but just watch and then come next year. <laughs> you know, because this is a showcase. This would be perfect for her style of play. I mean, you just look at Taj Cole. That's Ari McDonald. That's the same style of play. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But I'm just so proud of Arizona. Um, I, it breaks my heart that they lost by one. But if, if I'm being absolutely honest, I love that the championship went to Tara Vanderveer. Nobody has supported women's basketball like she has. Nobody has held up this conference 
for decades like she has waiting for everybody else to come up and helping them, you know, calling new coaches that get hired in the league, Corey Close, how can I help you? Kelly Graves, how can I help you? You know, literally handing over plays and what to do and how to do it and how to build, knowing that they're going to do it and get better and maybe beat her teams. I, it's just remarkable. So the fact that, you know, she was the last to win one in the conference in 92 and then got to bring that full circle with the win last year really meant a lot to just me, the Pac-12 women's basketball fan. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for, for sharing that. And um, thank you for, you know, joining us tonight on on this podcast. And uh, we really appreciate it. And we're just like excited. You see the smiles on our faces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling too. I am smiling too. Yeah, Trust and smiling. believe. <laughs> um, we are we are humble and honored that you was able to grace us today. And we, we really, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, Kata, any parting words you want to say? Listen, um, Cindy Brunson, I, I truly love um that you know you you know you were graciously um able to you know sit with us and talk to us about AU. Um, pro sports, women's basketball. Um, I truly love you as a, um, as a commentator, um, as a pioneer um, to this game. You've given a lot to this game and we truly appreciate all the work you have done and will continue to do um, in the present and future. So we truly, truly thank you. Oh, thanks so much. KDOT, DA, I really appreciate that you are amplifying women's women's basketball in general and especially athletes unlimited it means the world um we need more folks like you so tell your friends tell your family um and and get people excited about this extra pro opportunity it doesn't have to just be the WNBA this is a perfect complementary league and it's fast and exciting and high scoring it's just everything you would want in basketball in a very easy to digest package. Exactly. Especially on that high scoring end. Um, well, me personally, I just love the game of basketball. I think women's basketball is the purest form of basketball you're going to see, mm. you know, yeah. um, because it's all about the fundamentals. You know, you ain't running around like trying to be jumping out the gym, even though some of the ladies can actually jump out the gym too as well. Mm -hmm. you know, in the yeah. future, we're going to see Fran Believe doing that. In the, in the Woo, I see her doing it now. <laughs> exactly. I see her doing it now. Exactly. But I tell you what, what I really like about this league and the W for that matter, um, and women's college basketball, is the three-point shot is not like Steph Curry, you know, and the NBA has turned it into everybody shoots the three. Uh, this league in particular if the three is the great shot, then it is the shot. And if it's not, then it gets worked around back inside, back out. It's just not, hey, let's go jack up threes. And that's what I really like. It's still, let's run an offensive set. Let's get a great shot. Yeah. And then that's the amazing part of the game. And like the IQ, just like what you said, the IQ is there too as well. And for those mm -hmm. who don't think that these women can't score, we just seen a game a day actually with, Four teams scored over 100 points. So, yeah. Yeah, 425 points total. Yeah. Exactly. Freaking awesome. <laughs>
Hey, hey, y'all was eating it up too <laughs> on Friday. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, that was so much fun. Just uh, what? No, she didn't. Oh, you know that was awesome. But and it's the the funny thing about it was as great as that first game was, that second game was great as well too. Yes, awesome. yes. That yeah. Was the best day so far. And me, I don't think that no. I I hope a day could top that. That'd be amazing. But I don't know. I think it could. The way these week two rosters are built, I think it could. Yeah, Guys, yeah. thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We want to thank you for coming on to the show. We appreciate it as well. Um, yeah, we got to get you to Vegas. We got to get you out there. Get your courtside. <laughs> um, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, of course, we will be more than happy to accompany <laughs> you as, as your guest. You know why? Because then you all could meet. Let's just settle that right now. You could actually meet in person. Think about how much better your chemistry would be if yes. you could meet in person. You know what's funny? It was what's funny is that we're we're in the same state. Yeah. Where it's that's 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 the funny part about that as well. We're, oh my we're goodness literally gracious. in the same state. You know. I'll, I'll just say this clubhouse has given, um, you know, a lot of people an opportunity to kind of meet and um, find some common ground between each other. And, and that's how uh, me and DA met. Uh, we met on clubhouse oh, that's cool. talking about, you know, basketball, no hot takes at all. Um, so that's yeah. where, you know, that's where we met and the chemistry just, uh, you know, moved forward from there. So, you know, truly blessed to, to, to have met, DA for sure. And, you know, we're going to keep, we're going to keep it going because um, our biggest thing is we, we love to bet on women and we are um, being allies and using our platforms to continue to amplify the voices of these powerful and, and, and beautiful women um, of this game. And it's just truly amazing for us to, to not only be um, allies, but also be true fans. Of, yeah. of women's basketball for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's that's awesome. And it really shows, fellas. I can't thank you enough. Um, if I could clone you and make 20,000 more of you, I would in a heartbeat. Um, I've, I've seen a lot in my 25 year career as a female in this business. And um, guys like you didn't exist 10, 15, 20 years ago. So I am truly grateful for the both of you. And I'm so happy that you get it and that you're sharing that message. Hey, we got a, we got a Cindy Brunson endorsement. Hey, we, hey, I retired <laughs> from doing this. This is my last show. <laughs> you know? Oh no, DA, you can't do that. Well, no, just keep doing what you're doing. We gotta, we gotta undo a lot of crazy. So yes, keep yeah, doing what you're doing. There's definitely a lot of unlearning and relearning. And it's funny because in my right? neighborhood, where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm from in New York City, in my neighborhood, mm -hmm. We should be loving, you know, women's basketball even more. I'm, I grew up with Shamika Hosola, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we seen that, uh, you know. You so. know what that is? That that's the Knicks losing, beating you down. That's what that is. Oh, I never was a Knicks fan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Never was a Knicks I got fan. you. If it, if All right. Team Elijah won. <laughs> oh, Rockets. Okay. Okay, I, I get that. It was, it was more so Hakeem Olajuwon and the San Antonio Spurs. Like I love Hakeem. Oh, okay. My team. Yep. First. Yep. Even when my brother played in the league. Now, nah, Ron, listen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Today. 
<laughs> but yeah, all right, I love you, it. We're gonna let you go. I want to thank everybody for listening to Keeping It Ninety Four Fifty. Code name the W. Don't forget to follow us at Keeping It Ninety Four Fifty WBB on Instagram and Twitter. And don't hey, don't forget to follow um, Cindy Brunson as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are. I'm definitely following on Twitter. Definitely following on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I had to just, I had to just throw that out there. Nice. Uh, Thank you for joining us and uh, we'll keep in touch. Yes. Yes. If you get out to Vegas, I got, I got seats for you. I know, I know a people, I know a person or two. All right, cool. We're going to thank you for that. We appreciate that. (laughs) All right. Be good guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Absolutely. You do the same. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. So that was Cindy Brunson. KDOT, man. Like, um, like what you think, man? How was how was the show in your opinion? Listen, the the show was was everything I could imagine. Um, when you sent me the the text earlier today with the with the possibility of of having um, the incomparable Cindy Brunson on, like I was just blown away. And you know, just to have her on and and you know, just listening. You know, sometimes, you know, us as people, you know, we just have to just stop and listen. And I mean, she has so much knowledge to give, um, so much knowledge to share. It was just truly amazing. And I was truly blown away, um, you know, by the show. And I just can't wait to, you know, to to hear it again. I, I honestly <laughs> can't wait to hear it again. So, you know, it, it was truly an amazing uh, interview for sure. Yeah, facts. I know this is like the unconventional way of us signing off and everything, but you know, we 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 cannot, you know, stress it enough to please support what we're doing, man. Please support the podcast. Uh, like, you know, subscribe, uh, rate it, review it, whatever. You know, I mean, we we appreciate it. It's been a big weekend for us, you know, as far as like our engagement and and downloads and all that stuff, man. Like, we really appreciate it. And today. This episode right here, man, like, I think, like, I'm proud of us and what and our progress and, and, and what we're doing and stuff. So with that being said, we're going to get on out of here. Don't forget to follow us. Keep it at 9450 WBB on Instagram and Twitter. Love is love. Peace. <laughs>